Welcome to the Channel Tribe. In this session of 12th Virtual Meetup, we are having Siddhant Wadwani discussing on Dev Testops Manifesto, Accelerate Testing the Agile Way. Welcome all to the 12th Virtual Meetup, uh, where we have two speakers, Gen C and Siddhant, speaking on very interesting topics. So before moving on, I would like to thank our annual sponsors, BrowserStack. Huge shout out to BrowserStack, our exclusive sponsors for all community events and premier sponsors for all conferences. I will be inviting our first speaker on the stage, Siddhant. So Siddhant is a versatile self-directed leader with over seven years of experience. He is currently working as project lead estate manager at Newfull Digital, uh, managing estates across several teams with APAC engineering. Siddhan loves to attend tech uh, conferences on latest cutting edge technologies and network with like-minded individuals. With that, I would like to call him on stage to share his knowledge on Dev, Dev Test Ops Manifesto. So hi, Siddhan. Hi, Vanshika. Thank you. Thank you so yeah, much. You can take over now. Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for joining. It gives me immense pleasure that we can connect and share this time together virtually from across different locations and time zones. As uh, Vanchika introduced, my name is Siddhant Vadhwani. And as part of today's session, we'll be talking about Dev Testops Manifesto, Accelerate Testing the Agile Way. But just before I dive into further details, let me share a, a few quick insights about me. So I'm a project lead estate manager at Newfold Digital managing estates across eight teams within APAC engineering. And my team mainly focuses on test automation and automation excellence. Uh, I have been a key speaker at various tech conferences and recently recognized as a browser stack champion. And yeah, if, if you do wish to know more about me, just feel free to uh, visit my website. That is siddhantwadhwani.com or feel free to uh, just simply Google my full name and yeah. So don't forget to follow me on social media handles. I'm really active on LinkedIn. And without further ado, let's uh, let's see what I cover as part of today's agenda. So yeah, the focus for this session would be mainly around uh, what is Dev DevTestOps? How does it differ from DevOps and DevSecOps? Why is it required and how does it work? How and where does the CI-CD process get involved? Then we learn about certain dev desktops tools and accelerators, best practices in order to establish a continuous integration process, some widespread misconceptions about dev desktops, and towards the end, I'll leave you with some key takeaways. So let's introduce dev desktops. With the advent of digital transformation, many organizations have transitioned to adopting the agile developmental model involving the evolution of development practices and test methodologies to fasten deliveries with enhanced user experience. This has elevated quality benchmarks across from shift left testing to in-sprint automation, continuous, in continuous integration, continuous testing, CI, CD, and DevOps. Things have changed for the better, allowing frequent and quality rich releases. DevOps as a solution to implement Agile has been around for quite some time now. It lets teams automate redundant development and operation-related tasks in order to build and release faster. However, the one process that takes a backseat is proper attention to quality of releases. So that's where 
dev test ops comes in where the key focus is on continuous testing unlike the agile manifesto dev test ops has its own manifesto which was coined back in 2018 as you can see the goal of dev test ops is not to silo test from dev and ops but simply to raise the visibility of testers and testing as integral parts of the devops quality culture dev test ops has set a culture where software developers testers and operation engineers work together which adds value to the product enhances quality and helps in faster delivery moreover dev test ops ensures continuous feedback about the application issues from testers to developers throughout the stages of product development this indirectly reduces the business risk and possibility of finding defects at later stages so how many of you agree with the term uh, software starts with an idea now testing an idea is something that some people completely miss testing the idea is vital investigating to uncover information refactoring the idea to enhance and solidify it it allows us to stem lots of different artifacts that we can test those artifacts to refactor them too and we can then use those artifacts to stem all of the activities that we conduct right from designing planning development testing and maintenance and those activities produce lots of outputs too after all quality software for one let's look at the dev test ops manifesto the five principal guidelines stated in the manifesto are continuous testing over testing at the end it is really important to understand that continuous testing needs to be performed and why it should should be avoided uh, to be tested at the end because uh, bugs tend to uh, uh, get discovered and it becomes uh, very very difficult embracing all testing activities over only automated functional testing so uh, i'll be talking shortly about what testing activities should be incorporated other than automated functional testing our uh, main focus would be on ad hoc automated exploratory testing and manual testing in itself testing what gives value over testing everything testing across the team over testing in siloed uh, departments and lastly product coverage over code coverage now these are pretty self explanatory so i won't dive into each of them in detail but i'll give you a few seconds to soak it in so that we move on to the next topic all right so talking about the difference between devops dev test ops and dev sec ops now most of you would know dev test ops and dev sec ops are necessary components of test automation within devops let's look at each of these in a bit more detail to understand the difference between them so devops devops allows businesses to improve collaboration and productivity between the developers and operation teams by automating the infrastructure workflows and continuously measuring the application's performance with devops developers can write code in small chunks so they so that they, uh, they can be integrated tested monitored and deployed within a few hours or a few minutes making the deployment process much faster devops integration allows software teams to improve the occurrence of deployments and decrease deploying time for new code it offers an iterative approach to monitor measure and improve the software product on a regular basis dev test ops on the other hand if you know 
In the past few years, DevOps and automation test strategies have received a lot of appreciation because teams were able to develop and deliver products very fast. But many organizations soon realized that without continuous testing, DevOps provides an incomplete delivery of software that might be full of bugs and issues. And that's why DevTestOps was introduced. It not only helps in faster delivery of products, but also provides high quality software. And when the software is released, automated test cases are already stored for future releases. Looking at DevSecOps, as we are talking about DevOps, which provides a collaborative approach to development security also becomes the main responsibility of every team member. Thus, DevSecOps is a combination of development, security and operation teams, which introduces some security tools to make the process automated. It helps in providing complete security for your application as, as well as the infrastructure from the initial stage of development. It has an inbuilt security feature that makes it more reliable and robust. Moreover, it also fills the potential gaps and makes an application leak proof by regular monitoring and risk assessment. All right. So learning a little more about dev test ops, the new way of accelerating agility. Testing often uh, was, was being rushed across various companies who had tight deadlines to get the final product released. Today, more companies are adopting the idea of shift left testing, which in theory means moving the testing cycle more towards uh, the start of the software development lifecycle process. Testers involvement right from the outset at requirements gathering stage eliminates the issues that will crop up later when testing is executed too late. The end goal is to provide continuous feedback to the developers about the state of their code. That's where you, you yourself don't qualify as a quality gatekeeper, but it is the team's responsibility to take that accountability, take that ownership. And this can help highlight any problems earlier in the process and reduce the risk. So let's understand why dev test ops is important. Dev test ops requires organizations to embrace all testing, not just test automation. This includes exploratory testing, test development and manual testing. Testing the things that matter the most in terms of product and customers should be your company's top priority, which is why dev test ops is such a crucial role in today's organizations. Well, if by now you haven't understood the uh, benefits that dev test ops has to offer, then look, let's look at them at a bit more large. Firstly, it helps in increasing quality. Defects are detected at an earlier stage with shift left testing in place, which are easier to fix, ultimately resulting in timely delivery of the product. Point number two, fueled collaboration. The developers and testers work closely together with uh, leading to a better U UX and understanding of the module, indirectly um, increasing the quality of the product exponentially. Third, test automation. It helps drastically reduce the manual efforts that are spent by the team, uh, especially needed for performing time consuming tasks. It helps the teams ensure new features are uh, not, not responsible for breaking the ones that are already working. And it also shortens the regression cycle from weeks to hours to maybe few minutes by just automating the entire process.
Fourth, faster feedback. Like we already discussed, continuous feedback about features that are being used in various processes is vital. The tester becomes an equal owner of the product as a developer. And last but not the least, faster delivery. With automated testing and build processes in place, any uh, human error or dependencies can simply get avoided. So how does dev test ops work? Organizations have now realized that dev test ops minus continuous testing is simply a faster route to produce buggy software. And that is why dev test ops as a concept is gaining currency. In effect, it promotes a, uh, it promotes a culture of collaboration among all teams involved in the development, right from developers to QA to product and operations. To build a successful continuous delivery pipeline, you must reduce the cost, time and risk of delivering software changes. You can do this by enabling more incremental updates to applications in production. Gradually, as you automate your continuous delivery pipeline, the next logical step is to in include more quality gates or, or as they say, quality control steps in your pipeline process. You can do this by uh, various test first approaches like following the test driven development, behavior driven development, acceptance test driven development or likewise or by frequently running automated scripts to test out the new features. As your software release cadence picks up, you should ideally store and reuse the suite of automated test scripts so that it can be used for future releases. These scripts can also be a part of the test automation framework and used to assure project stakeholders that testing is thorough and adequate. So as, as I discussed earlier, four types of testing that should be vital while uh, trying to implement dev test ops they are exploratory testing manual testing ad hoc testing and automation testing first exploratory testing it is based on the testers previous experience of having worked in a similar kind of application it helps in identifying similar loopholes um, that that might stem up within the application or which may have been missed while writing and testing scenarios Second, manual testing. Even if an organization tries to do as much as automation as possible, there will be cases that may not be auto automatable. And you might have heard 100% of automation is a bluff. Ad hoc testing. It is, a, it, is, it is a format of informal testing, which is not based on a set of test cases. Many errors may go unnoticed um, if, if you follow this formal testing method. And that's where random testing plays an important role. And last but not the least, automation testing. It helps save time and shifts the testers focus on other important areas of the application rather than wasting time doing the same task on a daily basis. So let's look at the role of CI/CD in the dev test ops process. Now, a dev test ops model is critical to agile companies as it ensures that the focus of the whole team is on quality and all development undertaken needs to be seam seamless and reliable. So how does CI/CD play an important role? It automates the test cycle by getting all possible tests automated. Works with the development team to set up automated unit tests, adding quality gates as criteria to promote builds from development to test environments. Setting up automated builds and deploy processes defining and automating the handoffs between the developers and testers, 
it creates test environment profiles in preparation for automated environment provisioning you can leverage cloud or virtual clusters to set up testing environments on demand and lastly integrate the automated testing capabilities with the development team's continuous integration capability to achieve or to establish continuous testing now uh, let's look at the uh, ci cd higher level architecture that um, i implemented as part of my project so here you can see i have divided this into four stages code development code uh, continuous integration continuous delivery testing and deployment so first let's understand what is code deployment it is basically programming and coding with circles around people processes and tools people could vary like uh, product owners planners designers architects developers testers devops engineers and leads processes could be like around agile rad sdlc etc and tools could be designer tools ides jira jenkins bitbucket uh, devops tools etc on the other hand continuous integration it is about integrating code to an integration server for example jenkins which may provide feedback by running tests scans checks etc and may involve loop with code development Developers that practice continuous integration merge their changes back to the development or the master branch as often as possible. The developers' changes are then validated by creating a build and running automated tests against that particular build. By doing so, you avoid integration challenges that uh, that can happen on the day of the release to merge changes into the release branch. continuous integration puts a great emphasis on automation testing to check that the applications do not break whenever new commits get pushed or integrated onto the master branch this ensures that if there is a bug or some issue with the feature code then the developers can just quickly fix it continuous delivery and testing continuous delivery is an extension to continuous integration since it automatically deploys all the code changes to a staging environment or a production environment just after the build stage this means that on top of automation testing you have an automated release cycle a release process and you can deploy your application anytime just with a button click and if you truly want to get the benefits of continuous delivery you must deploy all changes to production as early as possible to make sure that uh, you release small batches that are easy to easy to troubleshoot and identify problems earlier itself and lastly looking at continuous deployment it goes one step further than continuous delivery with this practice every change that passes all stages of your production pipeline is released to your customers there is no human intervention and only a failed test can prohibit or prevent your changes from going on to production continuous deployment is an excellent way to accelerate the feedback loop with your customers and take the pressure off your team as there isn't a release day anymore developers can then focus on building software and they see their work go live in minutes just after they have finished working on it now as everything has its pros and cons dev test ops too has its own set of pros and cons just like it is not easy to always pursue automation integrating uh, dev test ops across all the phases of the development cycle can have some negative impact so looking at each of the pros and cons in detail no or minimum manpower is required for 
deployment and testing due to automation. CI/CD automation allows time saving. Testing and deployment are a one-click process. Minimum deployment errors and quick error debugging. On the con side, outsource infrastructure needs access to special development expertise. Compatibility issues may appear while imitating the production environment. And lastly, security is one of the most important concerns with dev desktops. And that's where we had discussed about DevSecOps. Now, some tools that can support automation and the larger DevOps, dev desktops are automation testing tools, which basically give the opportunity to testers to create and execute automation tests. For example, Selenium, Robot Framework, Appium, um, Catalon Studio, etc. Then we have version control tools, which allow us to keep a track of all the changes that we make or push uh, to a repository or, or that are made in the code base, for example, Git. Then we have the automate, uh, automated code development tools and deployment tools like uh, tools that help uh, to deploy the code onto uh, different environments and onto production without any manual intervention. So you might have heard of Jenkins and Bamboo. We have the configuration management tools, which allow us to configure, manage, and deploy various kinds of services and applications to the system. It ensures the application and computer system are used consistently. For example, Chef or Puppet. Then we have ticketing tools like Jira and Azure DevOps or certain ALMs, that is application lifecycle management tools, which help to raise issues and keep a track of their statuses. Last but not the least, we have monitoring and provisioning tools like Datadog or New Relic in place, which helps to continuously keep a track of the performance of certain features and monitor them from time to time to time, which, which would also help in maintaining the hardware and software infrastructure on a, in a homogeneous state. So these are some of the dev desktop tools that I've listed down. Talking about certain accelerators, which are essential in the journey of becoming lean, increasing the flow and reducing the test cycle time. First and the most important service virtualization, smart stuffs at scale. Now, for those of you who don't know what service virtualization is, it is the process of simulating the behavior of selected components within an app, within an application to enhance um, integration testing of the application when it's absent from the test environment. It allows complex applications to undergo integration testing much earlier in the development process. It removes key bottlenecks and dependency constraints of having real, non-impacted applications, mainly monoliths, available, enables um, early identification and detection of defects. Additionally, the scope coverage of testing via service virtualization can be increased. When creating different flavors of test data as part of the service being virtualized. Some examples over here um, are Wiremock and Hoverfly. Second point, building partially integrated test environments uh, versus end-to-end -end, um, test environments is one of the key pillars to shift left testing. It increases the production deployments frequency and reduces the overall test cycle when the solutions they are building is heavily integrated. Third, having real-time bird-eye view of transactions, uh, the flow as well as having the ability to identify swiftly where failures had occurred is invalu invaluable 
to both production and non-production environments. Quicker detection and investigation of defects is a key factor in the overall test cycle time. Developing integrated analytics dashboards helps provide a context of failure based on logs as well as customization of error logs. Then unstable infrastructure and unexpected outages have a direct impact on teams' ability to meet uh, the velocity they have committed to. This can be achieved by setting up continuous infrastructure monitoring and alerting to predict their services health score. As, uh, manual, ma as manual processors do not provide the agility required to enable continuous integration and delivery, an automation process is required, such as a self-serve um, test data portal. Point number six, where we talk about shift right, test automation can be easily accessible and adaptable by manual users by using a modular automated test suite with a web UI, which in turn um, enables selecting the transactions from the product catalog to mimic the same user experience. Then we have the consumer-driven contract testing. The idea behind consumer-driven contracts is that you define a contract between a consumer provider pair and later test the consumer and providers um, against that same contract independently, which verifies their abidance to the contract. Uh, this way, each integration test can run separately and without a full-blown end-to-end test environment. Doing so also enables a continuous delivery as well as um, early identification of defects in the lifecycle. Last and the most important test automation at scale if the organization approach is to uh, automate everything or a majority of features, then um, it is important that you consider one of the following techniques. First one being designing automated tests for maintainability, modular and parameterized, ideally um, using test-driven development or behavior-driven development. Second, grouping tests in a logical manner so that they can be easily associated with relevant code to localize any code issues. Third, capture results in a database or dashboard to compare the results to previous builds. Fourth, use a source code management tool to host scripts that can be reusable by others with, with version control. And fifth, move, move uh, your test onto a cloud service so that the test suits can run parallelly and quickly. Now let's discuss some of the best practices uh, for successful dev desktops. So five of the most important ones is what I've highlighted here. Firstly, adopting more test automation. It is important to not focus only on automating the test case, but also the repetitive process. It helps in saving a lot of time. Second, integration of tools. Select, selection of the tool should be done wisely to make testing effective, faster, and easier. Third, transparent communication. Communication and understanding between all the teams should be very effective. It avoids confusion and yields good productivity. Fourth, performance testing. It should play a vital role during the de delivery cycle to avoid any crash issues, which may result due to high volume user inflow. And fifth, perform multi-layer testing. Now, all types of testing such as integration, GUI-based, API, database testing, should be incorporated during the delivery cycle 
and maximum testing types should be automated. Now, there are following good practices that we can discuss about a successful CI process, uh, like keep, keep working only with one repository for code and automate the build process for code commits. Merge codes should contain unit tests to check the code and the test coverage. Code should merge as fast as it is ready to be integrated. Authentication of users is required and requirement of build server maintenance as well. Always keep the integrity of the commits done by developers. That's on the continuous integration front. What about continuous delivery? All the environments will copy the production environment and have a strong grip of automation over the deployment process. What about continuous testing? Um, introduce shift left testing in the integration stage results in confidence over the application. You can check and apply test automation throughout the entire pipeline to avoid unnecessary errors in the deployment process. Uh, making use of effective testing tools in the continuous testing and always update and review the uh, already in use test cases for better code and test coverage. So now we have covered all the flows. We have continuous deployment, which is left. It will be great if all the deployment processes are done automatically and there is no sort of human intervention. We need to conduct each step, uh, each step of testing in the whole pipeline to confidently deploy the application to the production environment. The team needs to be prepared for rollbacks whenever required. And it is important to enable smoke tests in the pipeline to verify if the core and basic functionalities are working correctly. So yeah, these are the best practices. Certain misconceptions or myths as they call about dev desktops. The first one being continuous testing requires 100% automation. As we all know, 100% automation of an application is next to impossible. Hence, many scripts are run manually in the process of automation testing, continuous testing. Second, large organizations do not benefit from continuous testing as they have huge development and QA teams, which makes coordination difficult. Continuous testing since its inception has been revolutionary for both testers and developers. Developers are moving closer to customers to shape the user experience according to their changing needs. Whereas testers are now closer to the developers and business analysts taking part in the SDLC form of the uh, life cycle. Third, dev desktops is expensive. Yeah, it is. It is a one-time investment, but once the team is equipped with functionality, return on investment is tremendous due to better code quality as no commit goes untested. Developers receive immediate feedback about the product from the testers, which helps in finding the root cause and easily fixing the bugs within time. Since bugs are detected early, the cost of fixing is also very less and almost no human mistake as most of the process is automated. So yeah, let's, let's consider an example of a company called Spotify, as most of you would know from dev test ops, uh, rather from dev test oops to dev test ops. So Spotify provides a real life example that showcases what it's like to implement an effective dev test ops approach uh, to scaling an agile team. With an estimated 450 million users, 
Spotify is the world's largest and most popular audio streaming service. A contributing factor to Spotify's success is its unique approach to increasing team agility, or more specifically, its dev desktops approach. Spotify's model is well established and people driven. It emphasizes the importance of internal network communications and most importantly, quality responsibility across all teams. With testing present in all stages of the desktop cycle as a must to process in all departments, Spotify team members are equally accountable for the end to end product. Next, an important topic that I'd like to raise is testing is everyone's responsibility. Just as we look at Spotify's example, most of you must have heard about the test pyramid, which is a metaphor that tells us how group a grouping of software tests must be considered across various buckets. Uh, this, this term was basically coined by Mac, Mike Cohen, and it was later restructured a bit by Martin Fowler, where you can see that the base of the pyramid is where you have your unit test and then moving forward, you have your, con your um, component level test, contract test, functional API UI test cases. And at the top of the pyramid is where you have your end-to-end -end testing. Now, testing at the top of the pyramid is, um, is what tends to get more costlier. And it's, uh, the main reason is it's more of integration. And if, if you test at the bottom of the pyramid, it's more of isolated test where your uh, overall return on an investment also becomes less costly. And you can write a lot of unit tests, a lot of modular tests, uh, which, which will overall benefit your entire approach. One key, uh, key point that I would like to highlight is automation is not a tool. It is more of a mindset change. Um, you need to consider that instead of who will do it, how will it get done? And uh, another thing is like, you can automate everything, but in case uh, you automate the wrong things, it could trigger a ripple effect of damage. So it is very important for us to understand the true value of testing. Now here, there are eight points, which I just like to iterate, prevent defects, evaluate work products, verify requirements, validate the test object, build confidence, reduce risk, share information to stakeholders and find failures and defects. Imagine the importance of testing that uh, releases a quality product onto production. How many of you think that programmers are just, um, are, are just developing features, maybe uh, referring stack overflow and sitting back relaxed. And the job of a tester is to perform all, all such uh, steps. And at the same time, once your changes get into production, um, you, you need to monitor the performance. You need to debug the logs. You need to keep a track of feature usage as well as certain other KPIs. So yeah, uh, it is important to adopt an agile testing mindset. And at the same time, we have the testing manifesto in place where uh, five important points are highlighted. That is, we must value testing throughout over testing at the end. We must value preventing bugs over finding bugs. We must value testing the understanding over checking the functionality. We must value building better features with quality uh, rather than thinking about how to break them. And lastly, we must value working and testing as a team rather than testing in silos or just relying on self. Another important thing that is uh, needed for dev desktops is setting a test center of excellence. 
test end of excellence is a strategic framework that mostly circles around processes, tools, KPIs, and innovation. It plays a key role for any organization to shift its focus to a quality first approach. Now, the steps that are involved in setting up a test center of excellence is first, you need to analyze the business vision and priorities and needs and challenges that can be done by using the SWOT model, SWOT, which stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. Second is standardizing the process uh, forming best practices, following guidelines and defining KPIs for measuring performance. Third, very important, synergizing with teams to align with the business goals with a focus on quality. Fourth, sharing the learnings across other business units to improve strategies and expand accordingly. And fifth, creating dashboards that could uh, track metrics like the return on, on investment, uh, use, use models like Kokomo, uh, if, if most have heard the constructive cost model, it's a part of the uh, SDLC uh, developmental models and CMMI. There are certain challenges that many of you might face while setting up a, a test center of excellence. It could be like a significant investment in time, effort and money. And again, it depends on the organizational vision and uh, the business commitments. Uh, there are difficulties associated with provisioning the right set of skills and overcoming the lack of communication. Setting the direction and prioritizing the effort of task uh, with implementing a test center of excellence is also challenging. But I have a research that proves organizations that have adopted test center of excellence have reported that they were able to achieve 50 to 70% level of automation more in terms of testing with an average of 30% reduction in test cycles and also limiting the defect leakage by 2%. So yeah, that's basically what I had for today's session. Uh, let, let me share a few quick key takeaways. DevTestOps is a great way to improve the release cycles and streamline the product deliveries as per market and user requirements. Quality must be into the product or service and testing shifted left and right. Follow the five principal guidelines as stated in the DevTestOps manifesto. Um, the DevTestOps manifesto, which was coined in 2018, let me just reiterate that the goal of DevTestOps is not to silo test from Dev and Ops, but simply to raise the visibility of testers and testing as integral parts of the DevOps quality culture. Now, um, just uh, to end the entire presentation, how does the future of dev desktops look like? So dev desktops as a technology would be a game changer in de delivering reliable and high quality end products. The application following dev desktops concept to test would have higher stability, faster delivery and unmatched quality end product delivered. Dev desktops would also help testing professionals to have better job satisfaction as it would offer them chances to learn more about new tools, practices, which with each passing cycle of time. So yeah, that concludes my talk for today. Thank you all for joining. I am hoping that you found this session really insightful. A special thanks to the Test Drive community for having me here once again. And folks, please do um, share your feedback for today's session. I have the Slido here with me. Uh, just scan and we are good.
yeah vanchika all all on to you yeah yeah hi sadas so uh, we will be taking questions from uh, from the chat for another 10 minutes and then we'll start our another session so uh, we have one question from sagar the question is if bug was not repeatable in application then dev test ops help in deploy bug free application um you're on uh, mute uh, sidant yeah so i'll just uh, call that out again if bug was not re- repeatable in application then dev test ops helps in deploy bug free application um okay i'm i'm not sure if i've got this correctly but um so if bug was not repeatable i believe um so it it's not necessary that bugs could repeat or could not repeat um since dev test ops helps uh, adding continuous testing as a part of the devops cycle uh, it it would help for future releases so tomorrow there could be a change in the feature or uh, the requirement and this this could always play an important role um it it is not necessary that we we should keep a focus more on bugs or specific bugs that could occur maybe only once but dev test ops is more of a mi- mindset change and ideology that needs to be adapted uh, across your entire team so it is important that your developers your testers business analysts understand the meaning of testing throughout the life cycle rather than just testing at one specific phase during the cycle and once your changes are on to production you you completely forget about it so that's the basic idea about this understand understand yeah. i hope that answers your question sagar uh, we have another question from maheshwaran who is lead engineer at elixir uh, he is asking is devsecops is a union of dev test ops because security is also a priority got it so yeah a very good question maheshwaran um i would say it is not a union of dev test ops but it should be a union uh, it is ideally what i would propose is you must follow dev test ops but don't forget security try to integrate that within your process again there could be terms formed like dev test sec ops and stuff but um it is important for you to have security at, uh, at your advantage because um have, having reliable features with less security concerns delivered to customers is a top priority so i hope that answers your question yeah thank you sadhan uh we have another question from yashwant uh his question is nowadays it's very difficult uh we have different environments like sit uat debug cluster and prod it will sometimes uh, have few issues uh, so sometimes few issue will be leaked why will dev test ops help so like you mentioned uh, we have multiple environments in fact uh, giving giving a reference of how we test for our products we also have about four to five environments we have a pre production environment called as canary or something so it is important that uh, you test across uh, like i mentioned with dev test ops the benefit out of this is it is not you alone who is taking that responsibility it is your team now so the very first part of your life cycle starts from the developers where they themselves are uh, writing unit tests following the test driven development so um, the the faster they are able to um, fix their set of uh, fa- uh, the bugs and stuff that they notice it will make it easier uh, going forward across different environments it is possible that by the time you get the changes to test there may be hardly a few 
uh, issue is left and that results to better customer experience understood understood yeah we have uh, another question from yashwant itself okay as a qa lead we approve the release based on various screenshot videos and reports even after some of the areas which issues a few issues are getting leaked it's not might be code issues and from quality standards but there might be few reasons so yeah so um a very good point ishwan but um i would say in, instead of also relying just on screenshots videos and reports it is important to do a bug bash or a team huddle along with the developers and the product so everyone is aligned and you don't miss out on small scenarios that may have been tweaked during your sprint cycle at the same time it is important to formulate a test center of excellence like i covered uh, you need to have best practices and coding standards in place so uh, you you keep a very important focus on quality like we discussed quality is everyone's responsibility it is not just you uh, who should be a gatekeeper but rather your team should be uh, taking that accountability that ownership and that's that's what would uh, tweak your entire process a bit to uh, get better quality standards yeah understood i hope that answers your question yashwan uh we we have one from maheshwaran again sure any quick tips on how to make our junior team members empathize with our user products since you are managing many teams seeking your help in this area absolutely so it's very important that uh, they have a complete understanding of the product in itself before um directly writing or automating tests because once they are able to understand the entire um, entire flow the product flow uh, they they can understand from a customer's perspective that what exactly are the critical flows they want and there there could be purchase flows there could be sign up flows which are really important uh, that need to be tested uh things need to be recorded uh, as part of kt sessions if if they are not already uh, the documentation plays a very important role and sorry uh is someone saying something okay no no you can continue sure so it is very important for uh, you to uh, be that um you to take that responsibility for your junior team members like you should yourself be involved in that process of guiding them based on your experience uh, keep keep having multiple hurdles so where you share your experience on how you um encountered certain situations and that will help your team uh, look up to you and maybe take up that as as a advantage yeah. got it understood so maheshwaran's question is answered um Okay, so Yashwant is asking a repeat question from the last one. So he's saying we actually do governance calls, processes, or uh, defect triage calls and all, but still certain areas might need help because we could not able to see that automation is not helping us because it's very complex design from integration aspects, plus DB, ES, and Mongo. So. okay i'm again not sure if i got this correctly but um what i see is because we could not able to see that automation is not helping us uh, because it's very complex design from integration aspects 
um sorry i i can't uh, yashwin can you uh, can you probably uh, if it's a question can you type it a bit more clearly because it's not uh, not understandable right now if it's just a remark that you're making regarding the last question okay so yashwin's question is how deaf desktops will help in okay. this scenario so see uh I I don't know what current uh, methodology your team is following. If it's already DevOps, then it's it's a bit of adding continuous testing throughout the lifecycle. Like you might have seen a couple of figures that I uh, had uh, around my slides. You have testing around the entire process of DevOps. So how Dev DevTestOps helps? Uh, I mean, we discussed uh, throughout the slide. Like uh, it is not you as a tester who takes the responsibility at one testing phase, but throughout the lifecycle. so yeah that um basically covers it agile plus devops we have ci cd as well exactly so yeah yeah i think that ends the questions that we have so thank you so much sidhan for uh, that sharing of knowledge and insight like i i could see in each of your slides like there was this bite size information and knowledge and you know uh, you were explaining a lot about it so really a really good presentation uh, i'm sure everyone will agree when the, uh, when i say that we learned a lot from this session so thank you so much hope to see you soon again in another one of the this session these sessions sharing on some other topic absolutely thanks a lot vanshika thanks for hosting me thank you so much sitan thanks everyone take care